Jesus, please take us from this grandstand world. It's time we got into the game.
In 1950, the number of homes in the U.S. with televisions in them reached one million. Few people knew that with prayer, properly prayed prayer, prayer that did not dwell on appearances, but prayer that exalted God through Jesus Christ, was being given the short end of the stick by this new entertainment device being allowed into the homes of everyone. Few people knew that by their increased interest in the world, through the TV, there would be less of a hunger for God and there would be fewer searching after the abundant life promised by our Lord. The TV disease was spreading as the entertainment committees who worked for the TV stations found more creative ways and more creative talent to appease everyone's desire for more entertainment and more worldly information to occupy their minds and give them the temporary satisfaction, the temporary break from a bleak and prayerfully weak, unproductive day. To everyone's surprise, after the entertainment was over, after the laughter had died down and everyone got ready for bed, the feelings that they had tried to hide, tried to cover up, remained. The next day they had to return to the same old job and do the same old thing while working with the same old people. Their sad appearance of reality would come back and haunt them to an even greater degree. If only they knew that if they'd spend the same amount of time in true prayer, recognizing their loving Creator, seeking first the kingdom of God, their days would be filled with creative opportunities and important spiritual growth. Do we worship the TV set? Pastor David Wilkerson said in one of his newsletters, circa 1983 or 1984, that we may be guilty of worshiping the TV. He said that the TV is often in the center of the room and all the furniture faces toward it and people do stare at it, barely relating to each other as it blares one entertaining situation or informational tidbit after another. Exodus 20, verses 3, 4, and 5 in the modern King James Version says, You shall have no other gods before me. 
You shall not make to yourselves any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in the heavens above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow yourself down to them nor serve them. For I, Jehovah, your God, am a jealous God. Do our ever-shifting thoughts, influenced by TV, actually influence our prayers to God? I believe they do. Are we allowing those whose purpose is to sell advertising to control our thoughts? I believe the influence of TV can affect our faith, and the Lord said our faith can make us whole. Therefore, if our thoughts embrace godlessness due to the underlying assumptions of TV, we may find our faith is lacking and our prayers half-hearted. Do we want those who desire only to sell products to actually take control of our thoughts for so many hours a day? Paul, in the New Testament, commanded that we are to take charge of our thoughts. He never said we were to allow others with so many cross-purposes to be the ones to be in control of what we think during a particular time period. 2 Colossians 10 Verses 4 and 5. For the weapons of our warfare are not fleshly, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Pulling down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought into the obedience of Christ. Has someone told you the lie that true prayer does no one any good? Did you fall for it? Folks, there is a God. If you've seen Jesus in your mind's eye, then you've seen God. John 14, 9, He who has seen me has seen the Father. Modern King James. He wants us to come to Him, lay down our burdens, and feel the love and warmth he has for us. God wants us to stretch in Him, allow Him to stretch in our lives, encourage us to reach for Him as He reaches for us. If we aren't hungry for God, hungry to get to know this marvelous Creator who was able to take a couple of loaves and fishes and feed thousands of people, even take the agonizing pain of the cross upon himself for each of us, then we will fall into the deep sleep of television land instead and become entranced with entertainment-slash-information given solely to sell us things we don't need as well as teach us things that aren't true. Which is it going to be? God or TV? No one knew that interest in TV would expand relatively rapidly around the world as more and more people were drawn into the power of this thing of the airwaves, TV. The power of this thing of the airwaves? From the modern King James Version, Ephesians 2, verses 2 and 3. You once walked 
according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience, among whom we also had our way of life in times past, in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the thoughts, and were by nature the children of wrath. Regardless of whether you think you watch programs that are good rather than evil, you should know that the majority of the programs are of the world, and they encourage you to think like the god of this age, Lucifer, who disguises himself as light, that old prince of the air. Jesus, please take us from this grandstand world It's time we got into the game We're so tired of this grandstand world Where feelings never seem to change Sometimes this world seems so unjust I think we'll find, I hope we'll find That through your mind the sidelines aren't for us.